What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Overachievers Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Vash, joined as always by Ashy Pastramio and Chef Crondo was his name o. Uh Joining us this <laughs> week, we're doing a little bit of a, uh, a what, do we, what do we call it, Chew? I forget what it was. We call it like an exchange program. Yeah, cultural uh, exchange program. A little cultural yeah, a little cult, exchange program. A little culture yeah. exchange program. <laughs> Joining us this week is Chewburger eighty four o from uh, the uh, A and R podcast, Alter Nerd Reality. Uh, how's it going, bud? Thanks for thanks for coming on and being a part of our fun little uh, pod. My pleasure, man. I always have a great time with you guys. I always leave it way too long between drinks. So yeah, keen to be back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you can find us on Instagram at OG.podcast. Our Twitter is OverachieversP. Our website is OGpodcast.fm, where you get this episode and every episode where we talk about video games, unfortunately, Marvel Strike Force, and uh, some other <laughs> things about what's going on in the world today with Diamond Hands. No paper hands here. Just saying. That's great. Um, uh, Chew, where can people find you and the AR podcast and all that fun stuff? Yeah, so you can check us out on alternatereality.com, on youtube.com forward slash alternatereality, and uh, we're on every podcasting platform. So, uh, yeah, we got socials for all the guys, but we very rarely post uh, outside of our OnlyFans, really. So, there you go. That's great. How's that, how's that going out for you? Uh, working out for you, the OnlyFans? Uh, look, we think about shifting the great. market to getting people to pay us to put stuff back on. We think that's probably got a better chance of making some coin over there. But um, <laughs> at this stage, it's rough going, man. Yeah. Great. It's, it's the reverse. It's uh, the reverse OnlyFans. I love it. So Yeah, we're all signed up for like a twerking course at the moment. So like hopefully that'll bring in some clientele. I don't know, man. Gotta yeah. do a gotta do gotta do a booty pop it on a handstand, man. That's where you really lock it in. Man, I feel like that's vertebrae snap at this particular yeah. situation. Do you want me to demonstrate? Uh <laughs> Back in my heyday, I used to be able to do some stuff like that, but you know, right, 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 now. right, 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 right. Turned thirty six yesterday. Oh, so now I'm 37, like, in two weeks. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I am now double. I I, I actually got in my head last night. I was sitting there thinking about it. And I was like, man, I was a senior in high school about to graduate and just, you know, be on top of the world. And, you know, then, you know, life happens. And (laughs) And then, yeah, you decide to be a chef. Huh? Is your birthday not on Facebook? Because Facebook tells me these things, and it didn't tell me this yesterday. No, it I is. You know what? I got to be honest with you, and this is this is something that's interesting to me about big tech in general. I used to get, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm cool or anything like that, but dude, I used to get like like 200 plus people would be like happy birthday to me. Mm-hmm. I had 28 people say it to me yesterday, and I know that it's because it only shows it to segmented people. And I really feel like, even I though just, I, I just and just I'm not somebody that posts. I don't post anything political on 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 Facebook because I I find that when you start posting political things, it starts to like put you in different sectors of their uh, program or you know their uh, what algorithm or whatever. So I, I avoid that, and I think it's just interesting that it's that they've really dumbed down the reach of your audience and who really sees your stuff on a daily basis compared to it turns back out, in the day it did when you see everything. You know, I just didn't huh? see it. I'm sorry. Happy birthday. Well, no, yeah, you're not the only one. Like, I, 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 I but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't like go on Facebook ever anymore. I'm these a big days, Facebook so. boy. You're big a big Facebook, Facebook boy. Well, I'm a big social media boy. Yeah, you got to start doing more for the podcast. That's what you're going to do since you're not on the. Uh, you can get with the, the other uh, aspect. What am I? You can get with A and R and how to and do a collaboration on forking yeah. for their OnlyFans. Absolutely, dude. Let's make it happen. Man. Are you guys doing the whole do TikTok that. thing? I've been debating it, but I kind of like no. my personal data security. So no. 
as much dumb, as I like dumb, social media, I was thinking I, about it, but <laughs> as much as I do, as much as I'm into social media, I can't do TikTok. It's not, it's not my jam, you know? Yo, hey, I, I, I we technically okay. have a TikTok for the podcast. Technically we do. Oh. Yeah. I signed up for it like way back when, when TikTok was like just first announced and we just never did. Anything oh, well. with it. We have okay. the, we have the account. So I know we're here to talk video games. But can I just, for oh, one God, second, ask Ashy how he feels about McGregor's fight the other night that happened? Like, I think it was last weekend? You know, I, uh, I've been out of the MMA game for a long time. Um, so is McGregor. Butt like, whooped. I mean, you can't, you can't mistake yeah, yeah. that. I mean, he got his butt kicked, man. He looks uh, so just... Someone said something I, very I, interesting. We don't have to take too long on this, but I thought it was very interesting. McGregor no. used to be, like, dirt poor. Like, like dirt, dirt poor. Sure. Uh, couldn't afford his boxing gloves and shit, and like his wife would like like just supporting him in every way possible. Like they just did whatever they could, and then he made it, you know, made it huge. Uh, arguably one of the biggest uh, in name uh, fighters that that's probably ever been a part of mixed martial arts. Um, and someone was like, "Hey, you know, like some at some point you just you could chill, and you know, what? McGregor's just chill. who can, like he's just chilling. You know, that yeah. dude had a very interesting fight style. I, I didn't like him too much as a." as like his personality but his fight style is really fun and uh if this is where he starts to go downhill whatever he did everything he had to do he can he could chill now you know no i didn't watch oh, it, though. I, I saw clips I, but i love i loved like his antics and his heyday and it was just kind of like it kind of made me sad because i i real i i realized i'm like well, he was the heel of mixed martial arts he was yeah the, yeah he was the you know he was like the bad guy macho man or something it was just i loved it dude it was, so, he was you know? so entertaining you know very like, entertaining very entertaining. And, and, and i think even the people he was fighting to a certain degree knew that it was for content you know well, they all, i mean they all i mean that's the thing they all know leona machida who's arguably one of my favorite fighters of all time dana white had to pull him to the side and go hey man you can't have like one answer interview their questions in your interviews you got to like talk shit and you got to do stuff and he's like <laughs> no no <laughs> Not who, who is it that we had on uh, the podcast way back when, like a year and a half we ago? We had Edwin Najmi. He's not a, he doesn't do MMA. He uh, is a black belt under uh, uh, right? Humulo Bahal out in California. Very good uh, competition jiu-jitsu guy um, who also streams and, and plays video game stuff. Um, we should reach out to him again, see what's up, see if he wants to come back. Yeah, he's a super down dude. He's super. He, it was it was funny because I've I've been following him for a long time. His jujitsu is amazing, and I, I just like straight up dm'd him like slid into his dms like yo would you come on the podcast my guy like i do jujitsu you do jujitsu we both play video games and yeah i actually sent him my old uh elgato hd60s when he started streaming i was like yo here you go like good luck like i'm excited to see what you do rad it's just nice funny how like, all of us come together over video games speaking of video games we can't go this pod or another month or so without talking about what's going on in the stock market world with GameStop. Oh what do you? I know we we'll, won't we'll, we'll spend too much time. It's, it's uh, relevant on it. though. It's very relevant. Uh, Chew. I knew I saw this morning. I got a notification that you guys had just released an episode with that. Um, you want to give us a quick uh, summary, and we'll put a link to that down below. So you guys, if you want to take take a listen to the A and R podcast where they go into depth into detail about what's going on but if you want to give us a, a summary between your, your guys's take on what's happening yeah i mean we're very much uh like team game stock for sure like seeing the <laughs> the big corporate cogs turn and watching just how blatant the combination of them and the mainstream media 
are really like teaming up to do everything they can to discredit these guys oh, so funny. to make them sound like degenerate savages which to be honest like of course they are we are but at the Absolutely. same time you know <laughs> they upplay that to d de- i guess throw off the scent how intelligent these people really are like they read this they knew how to play it they needed the support they got it what they've been able to do in you know two weeks has really blown my mind so I you know, give myself like a crash course. I've known nothing about stocks before this week. And I feel like that's most of my waking hours have been sent either reading up on these terms, watching the actual pricing, watching the Reddits, watching mainstream media in ways that I haven't since probably, you know, election cycle US and just being disgusted at everything I've seen and watching billionaires literally cry on television. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize was something oh, yeah. that I could jerk off to, but God, I have been furious. Like, honestly, it's so good. I think my favorite meme, yeah. I've se- meme I've seen so far is like a few text chains and it's like um, uh, the ruling class. Uh, why, don't you, why doesn't poor people just invest their money? And then it's like, wait, no, stop. <laughs> yeah. The memes ah! have been like, I know that's where this started, but the memes have been like, I thought we were going to peak so early this year on memes when I saw the Bernie Sanders stuff. And then like a week <laughs> later, just seeing all the memes from this, it's next level. Dude. It, I, have, I have mad respect for what's yeah. happening. Oh, 100%. I think, I think, you know, I, I, I personally, I hate that we're held hostage. I mean, here's my fucking soapbox. Here we go. I hate that we're held hostage by Wall Street in every manner as normal human beings. Like, there's no reason that if Wall Street is upset, our economy crumbles, but that's just how it is, you know, mm-hmm. really annoying in America. Uh, someone was saying, like, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be rooting for, people holding GameStop because if a hedge fund loses money, that there goes your 401k. And I'm like, yeah, it's really cool that I have a 401k, but guess what? Most fucking, like, everyday Americans don't. And it, that doesn't matter to them. They're, they're like, fucked mm-hmm. either way when a hedge fund decides to tank the economy or tank a, a, a company or whatever, any of these things. Yeah. So, I, I even though, like, I'm, I, I, I missed my opportunity. I could have bought in earlier and I didn't, like, a ding-dong because I was like, I, I, this, who knows how this will go, you know? But that's how things always go. Either way, though, um, I am just sitting here just basking in the glory of like Melvin specifically that fucking shithead like company just what are they down like three billion dollars so far and they refuse close to 11 yeah and they refuse to like back out of the short and honestly as long as they do that it's the better it'll be like oh great have have your pride in your fucking hard head you're just gonna keep losing more money because you're stupid because people are holding people are still holding you know what I mean uh, I love it. Yep. I, I will say, though, I, do, I don't <clears throat> like GameStop as a company, personally. Mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, I, I guess I'm happy that they're not going to go bankrupt. At the same time, like, you know, they don't they don't like always pay their employees the best. They had shitty uh, practices, protocols and rhetoric when COVID first happened. But at the same time, I don't like billionaire hedge funds more than that. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Someone Neo Venom, they treat their employees like they do treat their employees like shit. So, like as much as all that sucks, they're still the little guy in comparison to like Melvin and the other hedge funds. So in this instance, I will support all that because fuck those hedge funds. So yeah, we talked about that exactly. Taught me how to buy low and sell high. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we talked a little bit about that yesterday, like the way that GameStop treated their employees and even their customers as well. But we also talked about like there's this sort of narrative by the Wall Street bets guys that I don't necessarily agree with, which is like they've saved the jobs of like 10,000 employees when the reason that GameStop was slightly rising before this anyway is because they just announced they were about to pivot to yep. digital platforms, which means that they're yep. still going to fire them. They're just going to, you know, do as much as they can to capitalize off that stock price. So, you know, I was I was going back and forth in my head of, am I going to feel bad for GameStop at the end of this? And the answer is no, because we all know everyone's right. going to bail out the second it's all over, right? Correct. Dude, I yeah. bet you will see a fucking bailout for Melvin after all this we'll see a bailout for shitty fucking <sighs> head funds before the american people get one i guarantee it you know yeah, the only thing gonna... the only thing that really and i'm not, I, I don't really have feelings on the stock itself because i didn't get involved but I, i'm more sad to see that they were sh- about to shift to everything being digital because once they do i think the idea of being able to go to a video game store will completely be gone Right. Mm. And I'm one of those people that I'm old school. I still buy everything a hard copy. I just like to collect the hard copy, even though I don't need to. Like, it's actually kind of just taking up space. There's really no need since everything's being moving to or is moving to digital. But uh, I'm kind of happy that they got saved because now I can still do the thing that I like to do. But um, I, I saw somebody talking about that the other day. I think it was actually Remen was talking about how he doesn't buy anything hard copy anymore. And I don't know, it's kind of an odd thought to me that nobody buys uh, or not a lot of people buy the actual copies of games anymore. Ever, like, And that they just buy a, you know, license for a file to download off of some cloud server somewhere. And for mm-hmm. me, that's just like way I don't like to buy things, spend that much money if it's not tangible. And uh, I don't know, just like an interesting thought to me. And well, I, I think I'm if you want to still saved. do that. It, try to find your mom and pop game shops. They still exist. They're far and yeah. few between. You know what I mean? Order. Those are my favorites. Order, <laughs> what's that? I said those are always my favorites. I, I, yeah. They, they actually don't have any of those like anywhere close to me yeah. in South Florida. But I know what you're talking about. And usually those are you know really. They sometimes fun deliver and- too, dude. You know what I mean? Honestly, like in the past year with like, even with everything that's going on, I've tried to limit my buying to, from Amazon. I've tried to yeah. limit my buying from any of these fucking places because. They don't care about us, you know? Yeah. I, like, I would rather go into a store, and, like a shitty, like, there's, like, shitty video game stores in, like, my neighborhood. And I'd rather go into there than go, like, order off Amazon or any of that shit. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you yeah. this question. How tight do you think the sphincters were at GameStop in that year before PS5 and new Xbox got announced? Because there was a very good chance oh, they were going to release those without disk drives, right? Yeah. If they hadn't done Absolutely. that, those stores would be dead today. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, they've they've had to shift in. I mean, now they're still they're, they sell so many different things, man. I mean, when I worked at GameStop back in like they're selling computer parts 2005, now. 2005. Yeah, they, really? yeah, they That's they hilarious. would buy and sell like phones, tablets. They sell toys, like a lot of toys actually. Like they, I would almost say that they are more, they sell more toys than video games at the actual stores. Um, but I don't know, just. Uh, yeah, one of those things I like to I like to go and just see all the games and I don't know, it's little kid shit that I like to do as an adult. But uh, hey, you know, you just go there and be like, "That's too expensive. That's too expensive." What the? It's like, why am I going <laughs> to spend forty dollars on a Funko Pop when they're like eight dollars? Like, what's right? What's, what's you're not deal? wrong. Just, you're really not wrong, man. And that just, and that's yeah. I mean, they're 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 scummy. So it's it sucks. It kind of. I'm just 
I'm just happy that AMC has been riding the wave too, and that the theater uh, companies actually out of all of this, everything that's going on with the Game Stop stonk and everything is uh, that AMC is probably going to come out on top of this as well because they were in a lot of trouble. Then they, but they just announced something literally right before this too. AMC something happened to them right before. What are we? Is there a name for this? Are we having a name for the GameStop stuff? Has someone called? Is there any kind of name for it yet? Like before, I like, know, like I know, I market know. Reddit Market Gate. I don't know. Whatever we're gonna call it. <laughs> the Stonkalypse. Reddit. Stonkalypse. I'm quoting that yeah, shit yeah. right now. <laughs> happening. The Stonkalypse. Yeah. That is actually. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> the Stonkalypse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything in terms of like a, a terminology or anything like that, or with with AMC. But you know, it's all you know, it could all just be weird, and there's just stuff going on with it. But either way, um, I'm fully on board with the whole movement. I have uh, like 11 shares right now in GameStop, so we'll see what happens. Obviously, uh, I, I don't. As always with anything uh, financial, there's no financial advice, but I just really like the stock. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's yeah. great. Um, like but also stuff. with that, in regards to anything, um, I am do not bet things. Um, you know, going forward with you know what you it's like. Don't don't put this thing into. Don't put anything into this where you can't afford to lose. As with anything, it is straight up gambling. So, and we're all Absolutely. used to that with um, Marvel Strike Force. The old Marvel shit. Never heard of it. Only half of us here are still playing it. So, wait, yeah, chef, you got off. back in. I deleted. Yeah, I, I deleted my the app from my phone. I can't even play but, it if I wanted to. I, uh, Good. I, I need you. I, I, I need you to. I need you to. Uh, we'll talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll take it. I, I, I dabble. I, I dabble it. in the Strike Force. You know what? I'm. You know, I'm not gonna you lie. Strike started, the Force. I started playing. I strike the Force. I play. I started playing a couple different like random mobile games, and it it became funny to me that every different company has a different version of all these different games you know like oh, yeah, 100 it, it, it has evolved to the point where every company has been like okay this is working for war of ages or this was working for clash of clans so let's take clash of clans war of ages put that shit together and call it lords mobile or something like that you know yeah like it's just it's funny to me how they they've and they and, and they and they they have the most like cre uh not creepy that's not the word i'm looking for but it, the the packs they offer right like they're so like there's nothing worth it like the, they throw so much shit at you for like 99 cents you're like how are they making money off of this man like are people just you know desperate for, i guess yeah i don't know <clears throat> it's it's just funny to me how uh warped the whole economy is and how gotcha games have really just i don't know man eclipsed normal gaming uh, in terms of you know monetary income it's crazy, man. Yeah, there, there. I mean, there's going to be a point in which we're going to be moving to more and more mobile gaming um, as a whole, just because phones will be, you know, are getting exponentially better than consoles. I wouldn't necessarily say PC games, but even still, like you know, you could there's graphics on games these days look incredible. Like you know, I don't know if you play Asphalt Eight. I still dabble in that game, just a, a recent game that's like whatever. But like that shit looks insane. It looks like way better than like. Gran Turismo on like PlayStation Three or PlayStation Four at this point. It's just it's just mm-hmm. wild how good these games are getting and optimization with the new processors and and also you, taking an advantage of like machine learning and AI and all that stuff. It's just going to get absolutely insane going forward. So I wouldn't be surprised in the next five years or so 
where we'll just be talking about like what AAA games we're playing on our phones. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, it's I, just installed totally base too. It's install base. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> we, we see PlayStation's going to struggle a little bit this year just because of the ability to get consoles in market. Same with Xbox. But the amount of phones that are on planet Earth that could game, like they don't have to be the oh, latest yeah. and greatest to play things like Marvel Strike Force. Literally, if you're a developer, you know, you go, what's my biggest possible reach if I just release something that, you know, had minimal dev time and, you know, value for money for these guys, it's all about mobile phone games. And that's until yeah. we get internet fast enough that it moves to things like Stadia or Ubisoft Plus or the NVIDIA versions, all these new direct yeah. streaming to TV type things, which will, you know, that'll be the future once internet gets to that point, once Elon, you know, beams it directly into our mind holes from space. When that happens, <laughs> we're good to go. But until then, like mobile phones, I mean, look at Blizzard. Blizzard, if you look at everything they've been doing over the last three or four years, it's all aimed at mobile. They've barely made any movements at all on Diablo 4, barely made any movements or upgrades to WoW, StarCraft's dead, Heroes of the Storm's dead. Um, they're just not investing whoa, in whoa, PC whoa, technologies whoa, whoa. anymore. Here's the storm. Hold up. I You're talking about yeah. Dom's favorite game there, okay? What I love that game. game. That always game did, but their support dog. for it, tell me that they're actually doing what they used to. No way, bro. I mean, I, I would argue, uh, hear me out, okay. that <laughs> Here we go. They're, actually, they're actually doing a little more. Okay. In terms, they're not doing any esports stuff, but we're still getting new yeah. characters, still getting new maps, they're still doing, they're changing stuff up. I think that it, it, the game is definitely dead, unfortunately, but mm. they're still doing stuff. Like, like for instance, StarCraft Two actual support for the game is stopping i think in 2021 and 2022 like actual yeah. support like they're not doing new stuff um so i don't know i i, I think but you're, you're but okay that's beside the point you're absolutely right 100 they are are they are focused especially like you know they're seeing the success of like the car, other card games ba- game based yeah. oh my god you know what the fuck i'm saying jesus why am Words i i'm like today. bugging out over here this man's been stuck in a hotel room for a day and a half leave him alone I just well, I mean, it's actually been longer than that because I've been in a hotel room in North Carolina before this, and then here I am back in New York in a hotel room. Uh, did you get did you get your laptop at least by uh, boot camped? Yes, that's currently what I'm doing right now. Yeah, it works. I've been playing Order Public. I'm almost done. Nice. Hey, uh, when you say almost run. done, is in seventy five or is in over three hundred? <laughs> no, eternal. I'm almost done Eternal Throne, and then I'll okay. be caring about actual gearing. Um, was it just, I was going to, oh yeah, so I was listening to this podcast the other day, I think, it, who was it, uh, The Business of Esports, this was like, actually, this was like a little bit ago, this specific episode, uh, they, it was, it was two, it's two dudes that do business esports, they have a pretty good podcast, um, they, the one dude is pro mobile esports, and the other one isn't, and I think this is a funny thing to care so much about that topic, but at the same time, uh, even though, like, I'll probably never do, like, well, I won't say never, who knows what the future holds. But, like, I don't have an investment in mobile gaming because I have a, a nice computer, right? But I, I do also recognize that for a lot of people that don't have a nice computer, doing PUBG or Call of Duty Online or mobile or any of these things is a way to play these games without having a crazy computer, right? Like, everyone has a phone. Everyone has a phone. So, like, yeah, I think that's very interesting. Like, this one dude was like, no, it's not an eSport. You can't do Call of Duty. That's not an eSport. Like, well, shut up. All right, relax, man. All right. But, Playing Call of Duty Mobile is tough, man. Like I like last yeah. year when that came out, I played Call of Duty Mobile like like consistently, like all day. Like it was fantastic. Like when I was working on FBI, I would just be like hang out. And if I wasn't pl- working, I like you know I'd do my hit some MSF or whatever, and then be like then I would just be stuck playing the battle royale of, of Call of Duty Mobile because like it's one of those things where if you can get the controls down. 
like the controls in itself are tough they're 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 janky whatever but like if you can master the controls and kind of get used to it man you can destroy especially if you have any sort of semblance of, of first person shooter it's just it's way fun and i actually like i re-downloaded call of duty mobile this week because i was just looking for something to play yeah. and i was like you know it's actually still fun it's competitive like you know i'm placing in top 10 or whatever but still like like it's it's that game looks really fantastic, even on like on mobile. I mean, I have an iPhone 12, and it just it's I don't know, it's it's wild, man. Like it's just, I can I can only get better, and I'm I'm curious to see if developers are going to start leaning into machine learning to start um, making one sort of like uh, platform, one game, um, you know, code or whatever that learns what phone you have and tailors it to that so that way they can have like these crazy graphics for like an like the iphone 20 or whatever it is down the road but still like you can still play on an iphone 12 and it just you know it scales everything back um based off of whatever you know device you're using so we can get these crazy graphics and performances well nvidia has already been doing that with their like camera processing stuff in the last couple of months right trying to basically use ai to cut down the processing and and bit rates on things like zoom in the you know remote learning environment but this whole like Nvidia. esports on mobile phone thing i find so hilarious like i can't wait until you've got commentators saying you know uh jeffrey's been ruled out of this game because he's got a bad case of texter's neck you know it's like the equivalent of blowing out your <laughs> knee in the nfl do you know what i mean like there's going to be the most ridiculous things on paper to hear you know oh he would have been here but he didn't get an a in his exam so he's banned from playing his mobile phone this week it's a shame to see him out he's a good kid oh my you know? god right dude oh! Timmy dropped his phone. He fumbled it. Yeah, at the right, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but it, it's it's wild. Like a friend of mine it did a whole documentary series based on like PUBG Mobile in uh, India, and it's amazing. It's, it's just, massive it's there, man. Two yeah. of the dudes that work for one of our teams, we can't get them to do anything after hours because they're just on there and they don't check their email for like four hours at a time, dude. Really? For which PUBG game? in it? Uh, oh, that was PUBG Mobile. Mobile, yeah, huge in India. Yeah, That's it's, it's it's huge, yeah, because it's it's super competitive and like you can't like the the crazy thing. And I like that they do this is they can detect whether or not you're playing on an emulator or not. And when mm. they so if you're playing like on BlueStacks or Knox or Mimu or whatever, like it'll put you up against people who are also playing on emulators, so you're not a disadvantage. So like if you, if you want to be competitive, people are actually playing on their phones. Sure, which is wild. Yeah, so, yeah, it's interesting. Just, I think it's you know. It's it's the future. I don't know why why like yeah. why get upset about the future. You know it's going to happen. Speaking of mobile games, I saw Charlie that you said you were playing. You had tried out Diablo Immortal, and I'm curious what your thought. Oh, the did you play version it? of it? No, I did oh. not play it. I just saw that um, the alpha was just out and just ended. Yeah. I want to say. Um, I saw a bunch of people playing it uh, on stream. It looks pretty good. And I know, Chu, you, yeah. you have somebody in your podcast who's been playing it, right? Yeah, Hooch got into the uh, calling in a few favorites because he works in the industry. Uh, he works over at uh, WB. So he's got some big projects out cool. this year. He called in uh, some friends. And yeah, he was in the. And he. He went into it super skeptical, as we all would with, you know, this transition right, no. to being on a phone. You expect it to be super predatory, which it looks like the way that looks like it's going to get monetized is that uh, you might get gear faster. Like, let's say in Diablo 3, when you're running rifts at the moment, you can get like bonus modifiers to get more loot and things like that. So it looks like you're going to be able to put on modifiers that you can pay for or grind out over time to accumulate loot faster. It looks like that's where most of the money is going to be at this stage. It looks like yeah, you're going to take a light like. touch with the monetization. So that's good that it's starting it's there. It's not terrible. But I'm, yeah. 
it's not bad. I mean, if you can still get the same things, it just takes longer. I'm fine with that because it's not like there's a competitive PvP that we know about yet, but there is some things in there. But he said he was genuinely blown away by how good that Diablo experience was on the phone. The one nice. thing that he said I wasn't super stoked about, but I can completely understand it, is that it has an auto-targeting. So it's basically going to go, rather than being directional-based and you have a lot of control over like Diablo 3 on PC, it's going to mm-hmm. automatically target something near you. So you won't miss, but you won't necessarily hit the target that you want all the time with abilities either. But he said you forget about it pretty quickly. He said it was smooth. Yeah. It looks like it's in great shape. And he went from being super skeptical to crazily excited. So I trust his opinion a lot. I think if he thinks it's good, it's going to be good. So I'm actually pumped now. I am too. A lot of the streamers that I trust that play Diablo 3 as like their livelihoods liked Mm. it. And I I do trust them on that. You know what I mean? Like, like Riker is not afraid to say he doesn't like a game. And he's like, huh? Yeah. He's, I don't know if you guys ever follow him. He's a very funny Canadian dude who is a big Diablo guy. He just has like the chillest. Yeah, hello. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, he's just like it's that. That was the whole thing. It, I trust it. You know what I mean? It, it, I'm definitely. Uh, I'm excited for it. I mean, shit, I'll play the hell out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely excited for it. Do they have a? Um, do they have a, a time frame yet, or are they still taking all the feedback oh. from Alpha? I'm assuming probably not this year. Would be my guess. But. I reckon we'll see a regional beta this year. I reckon uh, if you haven't got a Philippines uh, iPhones account, it might be a good time to move there Make on one. a VPN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> True. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so I'm quite excited about that. Since um, since uh, Drink Noob is in the chat with us right now, now is a good time to talk about our very first sponsor that we have. That's like full on on the podcast. So let's while we have a quick second, Chew, if you don't mind us, like uh, absolutely, man, I'm jealous. Out. Go for it. So. I wrote up a little thing. So uh, for those who are not part of our Discord, you can get our um, our Discord link below where we have uh, our, our special promo code where you can get 15% off your for any order of Drink Noob or NoobEnergy.com. But here's a little copy that I, I wrote up, so we'll see what happens with that. So you can guys tell me if I'm uh, off or whatnot. But uh, Noob Energy is a great low-calorie, 10 calories, energy drink formulated to create a synergistic effect to enhance your gaming, studying, or working experience. Noob Energy provides a cognitive advantage in any scenario. This product is a perfect combo of brain-boosting nootropics, which is great because I actually take nootropics on the daily, so this is awesome. I'm actually looking forward to... Um, uh, to using this and uh back flipping or backflip inducing energy all packed into a 12 ounce can it's got a bunch of good shit that i can't pronounce but i promise you it's all good brain boosting natural shit it's sugar-free gluten-free some of it's g- g- vegan friendly is it all vegan friendly or just some? I one I of them remember. is vegan just one of them okay I think so, so I'm, I'm actually i'm actually stoked about that because i i don't do full-time vegan but i do i try while i'm working on set i try to be vegan as much as possible just because um i don't trust what's coming through catering but um, and it's ma- all of it's made in the United States. So try Noob Energy today at noob.ogpodcast.fm or by using promo code OG15 at noobenergy.com. Again, that's noob.ogpodcast.fm uh, or using promo code OG15 at noobenergy.com. So Thank you, you, you got Noob to, uh, Energy. I, 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 I'm part. sold. I'm sold. You got to record I'm that, and that's going to be our commercial. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, buying. I mean, it's, I'm buying it just now. This episode is sponsored by. I mean, that's that's the idea, right? Is you is is try to incorporate it into the podcast while we have that, and we have like the nice thing is Fine. since I do all chapters, like we can we can provide that to other people. So there we go. I, I, I'm it. I'm I'm blown away. I I the, the way that you summed it up just 
I, I have to buy. I have to buy it now. That was I got, you know. I got, I got to. I got to give a quick shout out. Real yeah, quick. No, they're they're, um, they're they're awesome people. Like I've been talking to one of the owners, Patrick, uh, on Discord quite. Um, what they call him? Such a good what person. Up? He used to work in the industry and he used to. And he, Dom, you know him pretty well, right? Yeah, we went to college together. Oh, Dom's uh, Dom froze. Can I? Can Dom, I ask you? What, what, a, what a great we'll, pose we'll, to be stuck in for that. Uh, <laughs> for you could not have done that deliberately if you tried. That is perfection. Yeah. So, that's the that's the pastrami O face is what that is. <laughs> that is quite quite possibly just like oh it's just loving loving life right now. Welcome back, Tom. Yeah, but the hotel internet strikes I, for the first time. Frozen. Oh my god! Am I here? Okay, Can you hear bad, me? Not bad. You're not plugged in. I can hear no, you. I don't yeah, have. I don't have. I don't have that ability. You don't have that ability. Oh, uh, all all internet, all hotel Wi-Fi. It'd be fine. Oh God, I'm uh, surprised uh, it lasted this uh, long. Surprised it's only Wi-Fi. that's the first time it's happened. Yeah, and it's funny. It's uh, I'm surprised actually. I haven't been disconnected yet because I still do not have fiber internet here at my house. So I'm getting. I'm fine. getting. I had it. Verizon FiOS. I can't wait. I'm yeah. I'm very stoked to get that. Um, but if, uh, I had an install scheduled this past week, and of course the guy came out. I spent a boatload of money running out a conduit from the pole all the way to my house. You did it. Dig up my yards in order. To, yeah, I had to do it. Yeah, and uh, the guy comes out to install it, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, the people didn't run it to the actual pole, so you're gonna have to wait." I'm like, "Oh my god! Like this is like the worst. Like optimum's the worst. Like they didn't oh. even run the pole. They didn't run the fiber to the pole itself, so I can't do anything." So uh, you, uh, yes, I've known I've known Patrick for a long time. We went to college together. We yeah. worked a few times actually since then. Uh, super good dude hilariously random he hit me up about this and i was like done oh, this is amazing i love it already um actually i was what was i gonna say I, I i'm all i'm all fucked up now because of the disconnect yes patrick's great drink new energy thank you Charlie, for saying all that great shit uh continue on video games video video games so yeah resident so let's evil. talk about resident as you want to talk okay so let's get into what we've been playing so which i'm actually kind of very excited for because i've actually d- dived into a lot of stuff in the past month since our last episode so if you haven't checked out our last uh og podcast episode where we had the game of the year episode with shanksy uh actually chu was supposed to come be a part of that but then just work got really busy for us all yeah. so um we're happy to have you on this episode now chu but you should definitely check out the game of the year episode where we talk about um games that are our favorite games from 2018 in that in that episode so um I got the joke. I got the joke. Over, over I, no, I got fine. the joke. I just, you got I, Ashy was just trying <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> it's just, uh, Chew, the, re- the reason that we say that is because Ashy's favorite game was, among, or one of his favorite game was Among Us. And right. From 2018. So we, we went we through a lot of the gaming list and I said it doesn't qualify because it was in Fuck 2018. That. Just because it got ported to a mobile phone doesn't mean Jack. Um, Half Life Alex was mine. It, and it, well deservedly, in my opinion. Yeah, I forget what was I? What I? Oh yeah, uh, um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima was mine. Really? Mine was the last so. two because I'm a yeah. Half Life Alex, I think was like my number three. It was so it's so good. I still need to mine finish it. Mine was Phasmophobia, which apparently also is not a 2020 game. <laughs> That's okay. You get one, it's fine, or two, technically two. But I had like four on the fucking anyway, list. So let's talk about what we're playing now. Choose since you're our guest, please let us know what is uh, what have you been playing in the past uh, month. Or well, so. the past month. All right, we're going to be here for a while. If it's the past month. Um, yeah, well, it's fine. This that's week, I've, I've cut it back down to two games, which has been good. Well, three, really. Uh, so I've backed off a little bit in the Old Republic because I'm nearly max gear. I'm like 304 now or something. So just waiting on you guys Wait, so we can get some Republic? group content. What's that? 
Wait, did you say you went over to the Republic? Uh, no, I just said the old Republic, as in the the game. Oh, you said the old. The, okay, yeah, good, so good. Star Wars: okay, The Old Republic. So yeah, my bad. I probably didn't say that. Okay, uh, well, my, well, that's actually. I think I've said this on this pod before. Chewbacca eighty four. The character was spawned from this game. I still have a fat gunslinger called Chewbacca eighty four. He was the first one that ever had that name. Before that, I used to have really dumb online names. Well, more dumb than Chewbacca. But uh, yeah, so I've been enjoying that. The storyline of Knights of the Eternal Throne is awesome. Uh, I've been playing another zombie game as well, not Resident Evil, uh, Crondo, but I've been playing Days Gone, uh, the PS5 upspec version. So that's been really nice, actually. Yeah, they've uh, done a little bit of tuning to it. And because it's free with the PS Plus (laughs) monthly stuff, it's like, why not? I needed a bit of a palate cleanser. Um, Mobile-wise, the only thing I'm playing there at the moment is Disney Mirrorverse. I'm in the the beta for that again. Uh, How is it? significantly better now i'm committed to giving this game a much better shot because the developers did something that developers don't normally do they listened to us in the first beta feedback and they completely changed the game like that we basically told them the gameplay was boring you don't you're not interacting as much um it's really flat and they went away and they made it more dynamic gave you more control of the characters the way they've rendered the disney characters it's it's a beautiful mobile game. It's, it's a really pretty game. And what they're doing with Disney characters, like you look from that to Disney Sorcerer's Arena, and that looks like it's been drawn by a toddler comparatively. Like it's a stunning game. Um, but yeah, at the moment, we're in that weird ground where we ground out so much uh, already in the beta that we're literally done. Like we couldn't level anything more if we wanted to. They were probably a little bit too generous with the beta one compensation for those of us that spent hours and hours and hours or spent money to the point where we have way too much currency left over after maxing everything for the beta so i don't know what they're going to do about that on launch to balance the scales with new players there's no pvp so it might not matter um that's been good other than that um assassin's creed valhalla completely finished that it's a sensational game watchdogs legion yeah immortals phoenix from ubisoft uh honestly man i've i've played so many games in the last month i've already forgotten half of them yeah, uh, Immortal Phoenix is next up on my list of games to play. I'm very excited to play that game. I'm 81 hours into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I'm not even close to being finishing that game. I think so I finished I'm... everything at about 102, so you might be closer than you think. Oh, I do. <clears throat> yeah, well, That's I, a long-ass game. But it doesn't yeah, I'm, feel I'm it the... comparatively, man. I've played a lot of games oh, that feel know. like that kind of thing, and honestly, depending on how you played it. like if I you hear went, debate. Yeah, I felt long for you. No, Char- Charlie is not a fan of Valhalla. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. He loves Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I've, um, I, Assassin's Creed is my favorite game series of all time, and I've I've spent I have okay. Assassin's Creed tattoos. Yep. And so, I think Odyssey was my favorite game that they've done so far to date. Um, which just what they were able to do the gear grinding, the fact that you can actually grind gear and it's random, and you can find stuff and build and make builds based off of cool gear that you found and stats that you want or whatever. Didn't really get that from Valhalla. We kind of went over... I went into like massive detail over like why I didn't like it from previous episodes, mm-hmm. but the, the, the gear of it is... I just feel like... I know I'm at the point now where I have I've always been in Assassin's Creed like okay I, I'm in a new area I have to do everything in that area yeah. and then I move on and that's what I've always done it's like ooh shiny you have to go over here finish that completely 100% area moving on the fact that there's like 15 areas to do and it ta- it's taken me I've gotten to the point now where I'm just doing story and I'm like I'm going to come back to this later and mm-hmm. I'm just going to chip away at it because it's just like I, it just feels so 
drawn out. I mean, story-wise, I finished two areas yesterday in about an hour and a half. So I've it's getting quicker, but now I'm like I'm I'm, I'm at the point where I'm almost max level. I'm like three sixty. Yep. Right now, and uh, it's it's great and all. So but I have I'm an at, interesting question. Like, okay. Let's say the Shoot. areas only, or or let's say, <clears throat> would this conversation be flipped if they didn't have all this content? Would it be there's just no content, there's no other things to do? Oh my goodness, this is a kind of a bummer. Um, I is don't more content make it bad? I don't think that more content makes it bad per se. I just think that more content is, I don't know. It just it just feels like a lot of this. I feel like could have been DLC. For the most part, because I mean, the idea is in the game is you're uh, a Viking that comes from Norway to England, and now you're uh, you're trying to make a name for yourself. You're establishing your uh, friendships, and you're trying to get people to come to your cause. Um, and there's been times where like you're doing like these stronghold attacks, where like you need to rally everyone from your crew that you've made friendships with and allegiance with to help attack this thing. And then like you're you're in a you know these battering rams. That's, barreling down the gates you're doing that stuff and it's awesome when that happens but then like you can just climb over the wall and kill everybody yourself and like you open the door for them and like and but you do that like nine times and it gets really stale really quickly when that's all you're doing so and i just felt like the the gameplay at this point for me for all the for the uh sieges and whatnot has just been mash r1 like r1 r1 r2 cool uh, R2 triangle, which is like my harpoon attack to kill the big guys. Great. Okay, on to the next thing. So, I don't know. Maybe it's... I've been trying to switch it up just to make it feel different. Like, I've switched out weapons. Like, I'm now using daggers, which I think is kind of rad, because you can just, like, it's like perma-stun somebody, and you're good to go. Um, mm. I, I do like the fact that there's different weapons, but I don't like the fact that you that they're all predetermined. Like, you just can't grind gear or get gear. Because um, it does otherwise, it's like, why am I... Oh, I'm going to run around just to find another set that it takes forever to level up anyway. Like, all my stuff's maxed out. Like, why would I run around and do that? So, I don't know. Mm. I just, I have a lot of problems with it. Um, I think it's a good game, but it's not my favorite. I would rank it out of the trilogy uh, between Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. I rank it third. I think it's, uh, for me, it's uh, Odyssey, Origins, and then Valhalla mm. for me. Go Jewel Spears. It'll change it. your life. Oh, I'm I'm using I'm using spears now. Yeah. So there was like one of the things that you got from the uh, the Twitch Prime loot, where it gives you that whole set of armor with the spears. It's I mean I love the kill animations where you like you like if you jump yeah. behind someone you like throw it through their neck you like twist it and like st- you know, step someone to pull the spear out. It's kind of cool, but I don't know it's rad. What, like what what were your takeaways from it? you like what what made you yeah really like dive so in i got into it a lot more than i did the last two assassin's creed games like i got nowhere near completing as much of the regions as i did now i did hit a point like what you did though because i was also going into a new zone did everything and then i thought i'd come back to story later and then i realized that what was happening is i get frustrated because i couldn't find a particular collectible i knew i was standing on it but there was like a door that just felt like it wouldn't open but should so i'm like i don't know where this entrance is what is it and then, of course, you go back to the story and find out, oh, crap, this only opens when you're with a particular person from a story mission. So there was no point in me coming here. I found that when I stopped doing that and I followed the story and did parts of zones based on when the story took me there, everything went much more smoothly. And it felt like much less of a grind because you were getting that balance of exploration with the main storyline stuff as well. And then when you decided mm-hmm. to go off the, the beaten path to complete a zone when the story had very clearly moved out of there, 
I found a lot of the side quest is really what carried this game. Like some of it is hilarious. Like you would have seen the like the one where you go in and save a marriage because there's no fire in there. So you pretend they're raiding so that old mate can get it up again, right? There's just the most <laughs> hilarious one, yeah. <laughs> side quests in there um, that when you do them all, like there's one where you literally carry a blind guy and a deaf guy up in a mountain and they realize that they need to be friends forever because they can't really survive as one person. Like all those what? little side quest stories. Yeah. Oh, there's this insanity. The side quest, there's so much fun and flavor. Um, plus, you know, when you get bored of being in the main area, you go off and do some of the side stuff that goes through Valhalla and Asgard. You know, there's there's a lot to yeah, be those had are kind there. of awesome. Because there's kind of three games in there, right? You have the main story and going through and uncovering that. You have your more traditional uh, assassin type thing where you're trying to track down the people in this cult. You kill one guy, find more clues, figure out who the next person is. Um, I will say I think that finishes on quite a poor note. Like, it, it's exactly who you think it is. And uh, they don't really do it justice for you solving that big puzzle of who is leading this cabal of operatives the whole time. So uh, I found the main story satisfying. The jump puzzle stuff that unlocks, like, the bonus cutscenes for, you know, what kind of happened without getting too spoilery, I think was really good as well. So, like, all that yeah. stuff combined then there was more stuff in this that hooked me because when I got bored of one aspect of the game, I could just say, screw it and move on and go do something else. And that, I didn't feel like I had that as much in the last two Assassin's Creed. I like both of them, but this one I wanted to stick through right to the end. Um, but then I found a spec that I really liked too. Like it just kind of suited me of just, you know, this combination of, um, you know, dropping everyone with a hunting bow and then uh, getting real up close and personal with like Valkyrie specs. So you feel like you're just doing these big heroic leap barbarian style Diablo 2 type things from one pack to another, doing giant spins and then scorpion stabbing people to death. It just had a flow that really <laughs> gave me a sense of I'm kicking so much ass right now that I started to feel like I was, you know, an Asgardian god. So that whole experience, man, I, I really enjoyed. So to the point where I never really went back and did DLC in the others, but I'm definitely going to with this. I think we've got some new witches are coming out in February, I think. Um, so I'm going to go yeah. back and kill them for sure. I'm definitely excited. I, when I finished uh, God of War, uh, the new one that came out uh, a year and a half ago, I went like super hard into Norse mythology, like read up a bunch of stuff. There's mm. uh, Neil Gaiman, I think I has, I think has a, a fantastic book of where he takes all the Norse mythology into one like super easy book to read. It's an, a great reading source if you haven't seen that or, or taken a look at that. Stephen so Fry has got like, one too. Uh, I don't know if it's the same one we're talking about. Stephen Fry takes a lot of mythologies from uh, European cultures especially and breaks it down into like wonderfully accurate but also just written like in these you know just great prose as well like the Stephen Fry yeah, version of that is awesome that. dude but Neil Gaiman I've just right. been reading American Gods again so yeah and oh I haven't I haven't heard of that one I'll have to look into that American but, Gods uh, so I like yeah I haven't I haven't read that yeah. uh what's the what's the Amazon series Oh, it's a series. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went like super hard into Norse mythology and like due to God of War because I was just, I thought that game just fired on so many levels. And uh, so I was really excited to, in in Valhalla, to go through that aspect without, you know, without too much spoiling it for people who haven't played it, the whole Asgardian aspect of, um, you know, the two times that you're in Asgard for Valhalla, um, that just the storyline is just so good yeah. um, with that. And I wish I, I honestly, I wish I had more of that 
in the game because I, I found that aspect of um, you know who's there with the Isu that whole aspect of like there's a whole nother like the the characters in the world of Assassin's Creed like oh, the human race comes from a whole nother um, uh, essentially like civilization that died because of a meteor or that kind of thing I think that whole aspect of the storytelling of the Assassin's Creed story is fantastic and mm-hmm. I really miss that from the series as somebody who loves it and I I really think the series uh, died um, storytelling wise with Assassin's Creed three. Um, once Desmond, you know, dies in the story, because I, I think mm. that's where it kind of fell off. But like, I really hope that they, they looks like they're with this trilogy Spoilers, of games that they're trying to pick it up. It's been it's been out for five years, <laughs> seven years. It doesn't matter. Like, it's also they did a remaster, which I really need to play again. Savage, dude. Play it. But actually, yeah. but speaking of Way going, to go, like, you wasted all the opportunity for me to get into this game because now I know all about it. Way to go, dude. Desmond, did you guys have Hades in your uh, top game of the year stuff as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that I was an awesome it, game. I, I, it was gold centric. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of speedrunners play it. I really, I mean, I, I, I plan to play it at some point, but mm. uh, it looks actually. I love the, uh, like the 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 new wave of retro games that are or the modern wave of retro yeah. style games, or I guess it's the it's not really an eight bit, but it kind of is in that realm and. Uh, I don't know. I, lo- I, lo- I love what people are doing. These indie studios are doing with some of these titles that are coming out. It's yeah. very fun. Hades is fantastic. I'm not good at the game, but I enjoy my time playing it. So. Yeah. I, Hades. I, I like the I fact that it matters. I know that I like the fact that like I can play that game and no matter how bad I am at it, I still progress. That's what gets me is like I can mm-hmm. still like I don't feel like my time is wasted, which mm-hmm. is, to me is my absolute pet peeve is you know i know Chew, you have a, a little one at home so it's like you know anytime you can do gaming and you know be here with us is like is considered um you know precious so like you know whenever you can actually progress and do stuff it uh, i feel like you know even if it's a tough game a roguelike whatever you can oh, it's why i can't play souls games things. anymore like i just yep. i don't ah. have the patience for them bro i just don't yeah, i have dark souls to play and i i'm very i've only i've been the first boss on ps5 and it looks incredible Oh, oh it's gorgeous, but goddamn it, Demon it's frustrating Souls, yeah. if you die. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I hate both of you that you're both sitting there being like, "Yeah, all the time." I'd be, I'd log like a hundred plus hours in that game, no problem. Right now, if I had a PS5, like right. I've, I can't fucking wait. But I also don't have a yeah. kid, and I smoke a lot, so I have that level of patience to uh, endure those kinds of frustrating moments. That's funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, <laughs> Chef or Dom, what have you guys been playing? Take a guess. Uh, you've been playing Star- Yes, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. Phasmophobia and this 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 old MMO called Star Wars: The Old Republic, which we all are playing right now. It's so. really funny. What a yeah, funny what a funny it, thing man. that's happened. You know, it, this all spawned too. I don't know if I, I I'm sure I told some of you. <clears throat> My buddy in like a, a another Discord I'm in was like get like buying. They were talking about Knights of the Old Republic, not the Old Republic, and he's like. Oh, I, we should all play together. We could do like we could start sync up and start at the same time and play. You know, blah blah blah. And he he got a few people copies. And then the next day he goes, "Oh, I messed up. I own the old Republic, not Knights of the Old Republic." And I was like, "Oh shit, dude! Like <laughs> I used to, I've been I've been in that game forever. I, you know, I, I haven't played in years, but I'll hop back in." And he played for an hour with me. And it's like, nah. <laughs> it's like. And- <laughs> That's it. He was like, "I'm done." And then the avalanche started for 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 your, your, your Uncle Ashy over here, and just went buck wild. Yeah, he started movement, buddy. We've all, we've all come through. Like I'm, 
I've been um, I, I hit level seventy five in that game and ge- slowly gearing up to three hundred. I think I'm like two eighty nine now. And I just started doing. I've been doing the story stuff, the new expansions. And, yeah. Uh, I'm actually. I don't know if you had a, if you went into detail on your podcast, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts about the story of um, just you know. I, I, it's they're what five years old at this point or something with the expansions. But I have to say, man, Bioware has always been a master great writers at telling stories. Great writers, and I'm. I'm just hooked. Like I'm absolutely hooked on what's going on in the, in the Eternal Empire is really so good. good. Oh man, it's I am really stoked to be back in it. To be honest, because I uh, played a little bit of Muckhead when it first came out, and that's around the time that I fell out of the game after the first one. So yeah, like the whole Shadows of Revan, I thought they did that storyline really well. Knights Very of Eternal Throne, I think I've got three or four chapters left. It's been tremendous like how cinematic it is and the way that they've added so much storytelling between each of the chapters as well not just from your character's perspective but showing what else is going on along the galaxy and the villain stuff as well um it's it it makes me the villain shit oh really good really really good so i've been really stoked with it man um and it's holding up a lot better than a lot of other older mmos like i i tried to go back to wow and bounced off it so hard and I think it's because, yeah. like... You're talking about, like, retail? Retail, yeah. I haven't played Classic yeah. at all, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that you can do a little bit of upscaling, you can, you know, you can run it at pretty much unlimited frames if you've got a half-decent yep. rig. Like, I'm running it at, you know, max refresh. It's 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 really good. And you can tell that the the later move sets that they added, as well as costumes, they actually, like, built it a little bit more... Uh, designed like they weren't kind of stuck in the older ways like they have with wow like based on the original engine they've kind of tweaked it a little bit so it looks quite good yeah. as well so it's 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 not bad they do a bad job of telling you what order to do things i think like i'm glad that, that i found a cheat sheet online saying do this 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 and this and uh it's not that hard to do it's a very minor complaint but um yeah for the most part i've been really impressed man uh, i mean the economy is is absolutely broken uh, in that game like you know the, <laughs> yeah. the most basic yeah. things cost like you know 50 million on the auction house you're like how and it's like, oh, I wonder what the most expensive thing on the auction house is, it's like a trillion or something. Like, it's just ludicrous. Yeah. So, can yeah. I tell you my favorite part of this game? My best Shoot. friend and I have been doing our storylines at the same time. So, mm. uh, he's a bounty hunter and I'm a Sith uh, sorcerer. And we just, we crack the fuck up over the fact that he wins the role on executing people every time. And That's like, funny. we'll roll up in a room together and I'm like, oh, here comes. Here comes Billy Badass just going to go blasting people down. And we he gets actually really upset when they don't let him execute people. Right. And, like, it has just been, like, it's been hilarious to see how we both choose the same exact things every time. And especially the flirt options. Like, we, we just die laughing over it. Yeah. So, like, to me, that's a aspect of MMO gaming that I think they nailed and is actually highly overlooked when people are talking about a co-op experience you know and the fact mm. that he can do his storyline and we can do them like together while we're doing the planet storyline at the same time because they yeah. they correspond with one one another throughout the progression of the game and the other part i really like about the game is the whole legacy system that they built out and how mm. it kind of oh, yeah. um it kind of pushes you to try out the different classes and to go through the storylines and you're actually i mean heavily rewarded for it obviously because in the term legacy i mean it basically is a uh, account-wide set of features and things you can unlock as you're progressing and i think that's really cool um i don't know it's it's a great game i definitely 
uh, would put it up there in my top three of all time MMO games. I yeah, might wow. actually, yeah, I think I would because because for me it would go EverQuest, World of Warcraft. I mean, just be on a personal level, it would go those two as the the first two, and then I think it, I think it just does a great job. Like Final Fantasy fourteen for me would be number three if for not the fact that I just can't get into the game. Like I think it's a great game. They have a huge fan following. I think everything about the game is great, but the combat system is just super boring and slow mm. for me. So I could never really like get into it. But I love the Golden Saucer in, in that game. So for me, I think Star Wars is like probably. You know, people were asking in the chat like, "Is it a good game to come back to?" Yeah, I think yeah. it's great. Um, and they they make it very easy for you to get back into it, and it's not yeah. such a painful grind. Like yeah. it doesn't really feel like I'm way far ahead of where I should be, which is fine, you mm. know. And they scale yeah. it down. That's so. that aspect of like being able like anybody who's high level and I love that they did this on Guild Wars two way back in the day and yeah. that anybody who's high level who wants to play with lobby characters it they, they're still rewarded for doing yeah. stuff yeah. for like that's on their that their tier so that way they don't feel like time's wasted for them but they can still help out people like we had somebody who asked for uh, help in game in our guild whatever uh, and say hey I need help with this story and I was like all right oh, cool I'll come help out and I got like a purple item and whatnot mm-hmm. so like you can still play the game free to play you don't have to spend any money on it but like i'm subscribed to it because it's it's Same. more yeah, it's- than worth the 1500 the 15 dollars that i got yeah um out of that that time and then you know i'll continue to play it and it's and it's the time invested i feel is great the storylines is amazing the, the the world building i think has increased over the years mm-hmm. and like the cool stuff they have like the cartel stuff like you get the bounty hunter skins i think like the mandalorian stuff yeah. is amazing oh yeah you it know I, people, I instantly like, got that shit <laughs> yeah so i just like for for anybody who's like listening to this and wants to play, like you know, hop on our Discord. Discord links down below. You can take a look uh, there. And we're all playing. We're on the we're playing um, the Imperial side on uh, Satil Shan. Yeah, no light side shit over here. And uh, so we're just having we're having a good time. <laughs> I mean, and, like, I would have nice played thing it. About it is, like, if, Go ahead, Trey. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just I'm just an, I'm just a weirdo. I, I love I, I love mean, it's like, like you know the horde, the, the, the dark side. Yeah, like that's just same if I'm gonna play the game, I have to. Yeah, but like if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna hop in and play, um, like you don't it's it's no um, the, the nice thing is like you can pick it up and play however you want. Like you're just you don't have to worry about it. Like it's not like I don't know. I just feel like if you pick it up or you play, you know, whether or not you know some people are saying in chat just now that like they're like you know I p- play it irregularly. I'm like that's fine. It's you don't have to like you always don't have to be in there every single day playing it. Like you can just play at your own pace, and it's and that's what I like about it so much is. Everyone can hop in, do flashpoints once you get level fifteen, which takes like you know thirty minutes to get level fifteen. That, that's the and then you're, um, yeah, and like everyone can like play, have fun, and enjoy it. So it's 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 amazing. I, you know, One I probably last actually point the the, um, the light side classes are really good, and I probably would have been yeah. more into it if there were just people. There's not the population is way more on the dark side in the game right now. Yeah, and the Jedi yeah. Knight storyline actually defines uh, the entire Shadows of Revan storyline. Like what happens oh, really? in the Jedi Knight story, uh, you actually hear that. So you already know what happened. You just don't know that it's your character that triggers that. But Krondo, I reckon the reason it's so easy to get into this game where you bounce off things like Final Fantasy fourteen, and you don't really think about it when you're playing it, every single quest giver in this game is voice acted. Every single yeah. one. yeah. I can't yeah. think of another game that is this far on in its cycle. Like a lot of them did it for like the vanilla game. And then after that, so it's yeah. like, oh, all the voice actors have moved on to something else, whatever. 
Um, there's not many that do it. And I'm really stoked to be back in a Bioware game where they are nailing it. Because, I mean, you say that yeah. Bioware's always done good stories. I think their first decade, yep. Their last six, seven years, not so much. I think they've really fallen off. And it's now I can here. see where where the people that were honestly doing the right thing were that were on this game still. So it's <laughs> right. awesome to come back. And to there's that actually now. quite a lot of people running around too. There's a lot. Like of I, it's like I, yeah, I always surprising. see a ton of people running around. So and I haven't even touched the ship battle stuff yet. Like, oh, I don't. Haven't even it really, sucks. Yeah, I mean, I just it's I not just, fun. It's, okay, well, that, the, 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 I mean, it's not my cup stuff? of tea, anyways. The PVE stuff is fantastic. It's really a lot yes. of fun. But the PVP sure. stuff with the with the ship battles, not for me. Just play squadrons. Yeah. yeah, honestly, yeah, if you squadrons. want to do that, let's just roll squadrons. up in squadrons. I'll be down for that shit, 100%. Yeah. You have, you have well, a PC, I, obviously. True. Uh, I've got it on PC, and I run it with uh, VR and a full-on HOTUS. It. It's it's a, it's See, a nerd want, 16-year-old's yeah. dream, bro. Like, honestly, I, know. Yeah. I have to keep pausing because my <sighs> erection gets too hard when I'm in the X-Wing, bro. It keeps hitting, it keeps it. hitting you in the face. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's so I, uh, I want like, VR oh, just. I want VR straight up just for that game. I know I will use it for other games, it. but I want it for that game. And with the flight stick, you got to do it. And flight stick with the throttle separately because that experience, man, of being able Dude, to we're just talking like eight hundred deep right there. Punch it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. This, yeah, it's it's. I can't uh, spend it's a any money move. for the next like two months. Yeah, I feel you, man. But you it, my yeah. quest, Tom. This go. is why I'll I wish I lived it. in the US, man. We have this stuff all the time that being able to like share shit with your friends, like being over here, it's the one thing I miss. This is like, like yeah. I, I come across something like this. I'm in a situation where I've always got the latest toys. That's what I miss is being able to say, you need to play this. Like I can't afford it. Go, look, just fucking take it for a week, right? Just take it. Like I, I need you to experience this. And I honestly wish that uh, I could, I could do that for you right now, my man, <laughs> because it is that level of, of fun. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I I was looking like I, the first mission I play in Squadrons. I was like, let me check out like a low key flight stick, and it was like, oh okay, like this is not a this is not a cheap. And if you you can't get cheap yeah. ones, but like fuck that, like the cheap ones. Well, like shit. the level of mapping you can do too, because I got this bad boy from Logitech, and I just love being in an X wing. Like honestly, I push buttons half the time when I don't need to, just because you can do shit like. You can map everything like your throttles to the pins, and they're the oh hardcore God. metal ones. So you can just go like punching yeah. the shields. You just basically forward shields, rear shields, back shields, and then like uh, punch Beautiful. it to your engines. Like the amount of like how uh, intuitive it feels when you've got the setup nailed because you can just reprogram everything. And yeah. one thing with joysticks, I think I've always done wrong because I used to love these when I was a kid. I never realized the modern sticks, it's not just forward, back, side to side, it twists. Yeah, it twists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I never oh. knew that shit because it's basically you have everything on the stick. It's not you know anything outside of that. So you have your pitch, your yaw, your thrust. Everything's on there. So it's it's so much fun, man. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I I beat the game that I didn't play it anymore, but I didn't have anyone to play with on multiplayer. So I don't know. Let's uh, let's get it going, baby. Absolutely, man. Well, I think it's cross platform too. So I mean, it doesn't matter that I'm on PC. Oh, I'm is. confident right. we can play it together. Is. Yeah. Right. Oh, really? Interesting. Because I have I have it on um, I have it on PS5. Yeah. PlayStation. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. It's so cross platform. They'll wanna, try and match try you with your own people first. But playing with friends, you just got to like um, your sync people. your EA accounts and you're good to go. PC Master Race. Yeah. PC Master Race. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll. Maybe, well, it's not that expensive. Maybe I'll. I mean, the HOTUS is expensive, but mm. um, even still, it's kind. Of, I mean, you can still hook up a controller to it and you still be fine with it. But that's wild. I want to. I want to give it a try. I have Squadrons. I picked it up on a sale. It was like twenty bucks. It, it, um, it, it seems like, like a, it goes on sale a bunch. Sale. It's a good game. Yeah, the well, story it's like 40 is fun. Retail. It's a good story. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Is it? 
Yeah. That's right. It is like because they're not supporting it going forward. Uh, Well, they said they weren't. They've already added two ships and two maps. So who knows? (laughs) Oh, we'll see. All right. I'm going to I'm going to try it this week because I have a list of games I wanted to play. uh, But maybe I'll add that to that. Uh, Josh, what are you playing? So I've been going old school. Uh, when they, since they, I'm, a, I'm doing what Chewburger's about to do for the first time. I wish I was him. I wish I was about to do all these for the first time, but I blasted through Resident Evil 1 real quick. Uh, I stumbled across, I, I found this YouTube channel that on repeat on a loop for 24 hours plays speed runs of all Resident Evil games and like a no hit games, like different categories. So I was like, this is dope, you know, for me, like I just leave it on the background while I'm working because I love Resident Evil games. But one thing I noticed is they had a uh, like a like an updated version of RE2 and RE3, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I found these uh, redone or like their fan based games. They use like machine learning to upgrade the the textures of everything, so it's res- it's like the original PS1 versions, but with upgraded graphics. So I played through Resident Evil 2, I played through Resident Evil 3, and then I was like, "Shit, I should do the remakes." So I played Resident Evil 2 remake, and then I started playing RE3 remake, and now I've almost platinum the game, and I've sank probably like. A good like 40 50 hours into it the last week i'm having a blast with it i beat the game in an hour and 15 minutes and i'm feel i was feeling like fucking champion afterwards um yeah and so i'm gonna i'm gonna do re4 next and i'm playing all the way up to seven because i've never played seven so um Ooh. yeah i'm playing all the retreat. way yeah yeah i'm excited about it but i'm playing all the way up right now and um just kind of prepping myself for eight and uh they just uh, I, and i you know i i gotta say that and I, I posted this in the chat, but they actually have a collector's edition for a price tag of eighteen hundred dollars. If you'd like to uh, buy Chris Redfield's jacket that he's wearing and his uh, in the demo or whatever, so I thought that was absolutely asinine that they're actually selling a eighteen hundred dollars collector's edition version of RE8. I'm but, not surprised. Um, you know, they they think gamers got infinite. I mean, you know, we're, I guess with people buying GameStop stock, they can use some of that to buy the. Uh, Game stock collector's edition. Game stonk. Yeah, I mean that's that's rad. I just uh, p- uh, piggybacking off of what you just said. I actually just did a full Resident Evil Seven playthrough in VR, which oh, was yeah. amazing. Um, I played it on my. I played it on PlayStation PlayStation VR. I streamed the whole thing. So if you want, you can. Um, I'll put a link in our Discord for the um playthrough i did the entire thing it's on youtube um it took me like six hours to do it i had already played it the game and i, I had platinum resident evil 7 and um so i had like you know infinite ammo the the, the circular saw i just went through and just played it. i mean that's if you if you were to play the game and um uh, for the first time it'll probably take you like 20 hours to beat the first time around but the, the game is so good and it's just it's terrifying in um in vr until you get used to it agreed so so if you uh, if, are you pl- are you playing it on PC too or are you playing on PS on uh, PlayStation? Uh, so I'm gonna play uh, one through six, but I need to ask this question, Krondo. What what is Resident yeah. Evil Zero? Where the hell does that fit in? Do I need to play that first before one? No, okay. uh, it's no, between th- it's three and four. Three and yeah. four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It, it's definitely. Uh, you know, for me, if you're gonna sit down and you're gonna play the series in its true fashion i would go one two i would just do one two three four five six seven like that would be the way to do it because zero and revelations were kind of like in between stories yep uh you know kind of like what was that one star wars game that came out that was like in between empire strikes back return of the jedi shadows something like that Uh, yeah force yeah 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 kind of like that 
I said Shadows of the Colossus. That's the new you think it's sh- <laughs> Shadows of the Empire? No, Shadows of the Empire. Is that what it is? That was the N64 game? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking but, about uh, kind yeah, of like that, Shadows where it's like an in-between. Yeah, okay, yeah. Shadows of the Colossus, man. Okay. Uh, also a good game. Anyways, um, great game. But yeah, I would start at one, and you got to... See, the other thing is, and I don't know how, like, how balls deep you want to go into it, mm-hmm. but if you play two... If you, okay, so if you like, if you play as Leon, it's going to give you Claire B. So like, you play as Leon A, and then you can do Claire's story from when Leon starts. Now, when you rest- once you beat that one, it's like, oh, you can start as Claire and then play Leon's secondary story, and they're actually yeah. all different. Um, if it's different stories, so, I'll, I'll probably do it. I'll probably do it sequentially once through first, and then go back and play yeah. like those kind of side storylines. But seven, I'll Some play is- on the PSVR. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you this right now. Playing as Jill in RE1 uh-huh. is a good a, a good time. Playing as Chris Redfield sucks complete asshole and is actually like incredibly difficult in RE1. Even in like okay. the little remaster they did, he he just gets absolute screwed on ammunition. And you right. cannot you can't you just can't keep up with it. Like you have to play it in a true like, okay, I'm gonna dodge these people instead of trying to mow all these zombies down. But with Jill, you can just like Merc everything, okay. and then in two, Leon Leon's harder than Claire because Claire gets like the grenade launcher and the bow gun, and then Leon doesn't get that kind of same stuff, but he gets the Colt Magnum and like so. There's like nuances between them, but I'm gonna be real honest with you. RE3 is hard as shit. Mm-hmm. I had never played it before, and I'm playing it in the remaster version right now. Like Nemesis always comes after your ass, like nonstop, and it's actually terrifyingly painful, and you die a lot. RE4 arguably the best one in the whole series probably one of the best games i ever played my whole life just just a great fucking game man re4 is so much fun because you're just you're leon and you're like a one-man army dude like you just go in there and you get you can you can get upgrades for the guns you know the enemies drop money like you actually have to do all the collectibles in order to be able to afford all the guns like Mm -hmm. five is good six is kind of meh i'm not gonna lie six was very meh um because it's more of an action game instead of like an actual survival horror game yeah and uh yeah force four encapsulates the whole that's such a good game dude but two is also a good one are you gonna do the og games too or are you gonna do the remasters as well uh i think the remasters is the ones that i got because there was that that crazy steam sale before the christmas sale where it was like you, you got everything for i don't remember how much it was but i remember thinking this if i don't buy it now i'm never gonna play this game do you know what i mean like i always save resident evil after i missed the first one i thought no one day i'll 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 do the netflix binge on this you know what i mean so yeah i think mm-hmm. they're all the remastered versions are the ones that i have okay yeah including I mean, the revelations and, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, i mean i think if i if i were gonna go back in time i mean if you're like a true fan if you if you find those games to be amazing and for whatever reason you're mm-hmm. like you know what i want to play the originals then you're good but do the remaster the remakes were just they're both yeah they're fun. they're very good like mm. i yeah. yeah the resident evil 2 like set a precedent of like how good these remasters could be yeah. and then yeah resident evil 3 i i really enjoyed it but it, um yeah it's just it's so good i'm very excited for eight speaking yeah. of that uh they had the demo that was on the playstation would you uh, did you play it at all chew i know it's a ps5 exclusive right now so i'm curious if you played it yeah so somebody in the yep. channel that wants to play it desperately bad didn't need to get a chance because fuck all you people with ps5s i'm jealous 
It was hard to download it too. Like even if you had the PS5, like there was like almost server crashing and shit. Like it constantly mid-download would cut out and everyone was saying they had the same issue. So I it took me a couple of days to get it, but I wanted to talk about it on the pod. So uh, yeah, the more... I talked about this a little bit on our pod as well, that the more realistic games like this get and things like Mortal Kombat, like the more they freak me out. Like I used to rip fatalities on friends on Super Nintendo because it was hilarious. Now I don't do fatalities mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat because I'm like, it's too gross. It fucks me up. I don't want to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but like how good the graphic fidelity get. The, the thing, one of the reasons I don't like survival horrors is because what Resident Evil did really well from the, the couple of games I've dabbled in is tight spaces, darkness, jump scares, claustrophobia. Like they're, they're amazingly good at making you feel at, at, at a threat at any time and so few game series do that consistently like this yep. resident evil 8 out of all of them with the exception of seven played in vr i i haven't really felt like that like it, it's so much more tangible like you're looking at the brickwork like right there and you're kind of feeling like the walls closing in as you're walking down some of the the hallways like it's just it's really really good it's smooth it feels slick the puzzles feel a little bit kind of smoother if you will obviously the beta the demo was relatively limited you didn't get to too much do too much uh and then of course you know you meet uh the new villain at the end of that first section oh. which is just um I'm, I'm already sold based on that it's the main reason of where they're going with this story that i want to play through the story of re because as i said i don't like survival horror games but i've always loved the lore that i keep hearing people talk about with resident evil like i want to know this universe like i love my other gaming universes so i'm i'm pumped man honestly march i'm looking forward to it's going to be re back to back to back to back until i roll straight into that so nice yeah it's it's exciting i was wondering where they were going to take it and then i won't spoil it at all for anybody who hasn't yeah. played it yeah. or, or, or interested in. but like the like the way that jeff was saying that like resident evil 4 is such a good like resident evil 4 took the series in a new direction of like what's mm-hmm. going on with the virus yeah because it's like okay where are they going to go how are they going to do this blah 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 and so i think that like okay now up to eight eight was, or seven was so good because of like what they introduced into the world of how things are spreading and how they're trying to contain it mm-hmm. especially with the dlc is pretty pretty rad too i definitely recommend the dlc um you, you start playing it it's hard and it's it's good but um i oh man eight is just like it just looks so good and I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get my hands on it. i like yeah. as soon as i saw that it was pre-orderable um it comes out in may i want to say yeah um i think i'm i'm very excited to get my hands on it so you know the we'll other- definitely be some streams one last thing on the topic of Resident Evil. So uh, they actually and 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 they did this whole RE showcase the other day, which was really dope. But uh, the one thing that a lot of people were disappointed about was that there had been rumors that they're working on an RE4 remake similar to two and three. And actually, they came out and said that it's been postponed because the studio that did three, you know, anybody that has played RE3 remake knows that. Uh, it's a great game. It's just that they definitely left a lot out and there was a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, people were very upset about the fact that they left a lot of areas out and it was just too quick. And there, I guess I guess some people didn't like the gameplay. I thought it was phenomenal personally. I mean, I've been playing the shit out of it the last few days. But anyways, they uh, Capcom pulled the game away for the project away from M2, who, who did three and brought it back in house because they don't want to fuck up for like they're mm. so. They're, they, that's they're, good. That's so it, which, good of them. It, actually, it's very good of them because I guess what happened was is they saw what happened with RE, with uh, FF7 Remake and mm. a lot of people just didn't like it. 
And so uh, Squaresoft pulled that title back in-house. And um, yeah, I guess Capcom's doing the same thing with RE4 Remake. Cool. because And now they're like saying that it might be 2023 before it comes out. I don't give a shit, dude. Wait till 2024. Do not give me uh, Anthem RE4 Remake. Like I will be... <laughs> you know actually pissed off you know like yeah. don't do this to me okay so um yeah but anyways I'm, I'm always in the um the the case of like take all the time you need to make sure a game is good yeah. I'll, I'll happily wait I'll, I'll wait an extra year i'll wait an extra two years like just because you're trying to build hype i mean I, we don't want another cyberpunk yeah. don't do not so. give me oh i'll yeah dude you you got yeah i mean you guys hear me bitch about a lot of things and you know i like bitching Holy shit, if they mess up RE4 Remake, I will bitch. I could bitch for an hour straight. I could do a full episode about how I fucking hate the world. Just saying. <laughs> it feels like the game on our podcast that we shit on the hardest since we started has been uh, Avengers from last year. Like everything oh, yeah. they said oh, they were going to oh, yeah. do, it is just ongoing. Dude. It's like, yeah, next month I, you're going to have this new character. Nope. We'll have raids. Nope. You know, every month it's nothing. Just, just nothing, nothing. And from Crystal Dynamics Square Enix, I've never seen anything like that from them before. Like this, just absolutely nothing. I will, I will say, um, playing with the uh, the crew that we had in that game, and actually, you know, meeting a couple of the squad guys we had with your, um, you know, on the Choose Avengers Discord, yeah. and whatnot. It was it was fantastic. I got to meet a couple. Like Leo has been a great person to, to hang out with yeah, outside man. of uh, Avengers, but like just. Um, like I had such good potential, and they just completely murked it, man. Yeah. They just fucked it up hardcore, and I was really upset because I really wanted that game to do well because I really we wanted just to make that. Yep. And I feel like I don't know. They need maybe it'll be good in a year or two or whatever if it survives that long. But I don't know. It's just going to be sad, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm hoping so, it yeah, goes through the that. Destiny Division One journey where it started off rough, nothing to do. And they took the time. So on the, on the 16th of Feb, you're going to see a live stream where they're going to show Hawkeye, the raid, and the PS5 new exponent well, There's a raid well. coming. Yeah. So the, the announcement when they're going to show you through that, that'll be on the middle of next month, which means there's no way we're going to see any of that before March. So apparently March, they reckon we're going to get at least Hawkeye and the first raid, and then possibly the exponent versions in May, June is the rumors at this stage. You know, the, 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 the weird thing is, I like Hawkeye, I like Kate Bishop, but man, they should have just did a more fun character to be the first character for DLC. Well, two Hawkeyes back I mean, to back, too. Done, like, what? Yeah, the yeah, yeah they, they should have just done Spider-Man. Character. Where's Spider-Man coming? It's supposed to be March, right? He was supposed Supposedly. to be January, originally. With the original yeah. timeline, we should have been playing him right now. Man, you talk about disappointment. Yeah. Oh, they just completely dude, I just played, like... Oh, I they, played a few of the beta... I played a few missions, and then I was like, you know what? Done. I'm good. Got everything I needed. Yeah. You want to know when you're in a bad space is when Anthem actually announces their new gear plan before you do. Like, that actually happened. (laughs) Anthem announced their new gearing system about eight weeks ago, and we're still to see any commentary. Like, they keep talking about all the new stuff they're going to add to the game, but the reason this game sucks more than anything is that when you finish the content, you don't want to keep playing it because the gear sucks. It is no better than what you already have. So, yeah, the fact that Anthem got that out there first, hilarious. Yeah, and actually, if they actually make Anthem free, it might be worth playing because I actually enjoy the mechanics of Anthem quite a bit. So, like, after you got past... After you did the first raid or whatever, the stronghold, you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, uh, what? (laughs) 
what do i do now oh it's yeah. all the same oh great this is this is not fun so but uh anyways uh i'll finish off of what we're playing real quick um i there's a new game that came out so anybody knows that like i'm a sucker for king arthur games and there's um a new game that just came out it's called king arthur a knight's tale where you play as um it's like a reverse of king arthur where like king arthur's the bad guy in this game and it, you're playing as uh, Mordred and uh, as the savior of the of Avalon, and I thought it was very interesting. It's very much like I thought it was like a real time strategy game, but it actually turns out it's more akin to like Divinity, Baldur's Gate, that kind of stuff, where like you have characters that you're playing. Um, but it's 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 not like real time like Divinity is, where you know you can access your equipment and change anything at any time. Um, you have missions that you play, and you can gear people up in between missions, um, and you have to go in with strategy to like beat certain things and different characters. Like you have, you start off with like um, Lady, uh, you have like Bedivere and Gwen and Lady. Um, I'm trying to remember her name off the top of my head, but um, from the from all the the king arthur lore so Morgana. the game looks really great it's in um it's in early access right now like the the i streamed the very f- i streamed it when it first went live on the 26th and i beat the uh the, the story in 30 minutes i was like <sighs> okay that was weird but if you like those sort of games where it's uh you know like divinity style Baldur's gate style uh, i definitely recommend it i think it's like 30 bucks right now something like that um they're planning more stuff, and they have side missions and everything. It looks it looks phenomenal. I really enjoy the gameplay. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing more of it um, and just gearing stuff up. And it's just a breath of fresh air from different stuff because I haven't played much P- many PC games lately, so it's kind of fun. So, but um, yeah, and then uh, let's see what else did I do? Oh, I've tr- I tried out Iron Man VR for the first time. I know it's like the game came out like six months ago mm-hmm. but man i tell you what i've never had a more satisfying experience in vr than like flying around as iron man it was so much fun and um there's a new mmo free-to-play game that's on the playstation store i'm sure it's on on, on xbox away called bless unleashed which is just like you know your tip stereotypical like eastern you know korean mmo or whatever um but it's it's fun for a game that's free on playstation xbox wherever uh it's like an action mmo i'm playing an archer just rolling around i play for like an hour or two something like that just to have some sort of difference in you know just trying out new things and seeing what's out there because i really liked uh, black desert online for playstation but i don't know i can't i as much as i've tried to get back into that game i just i I know, Chew, I tried to bring you with me to play it at some point, and you're like, oh, yeah, the end game just seems super grindy, and they just, you know, it's just whatever. I mean, yeah. the, the the gameplay itself is fun, but uh, I, just, I just couldn't. It's just wait, a lot wait, of the wait, same wait, stuff. Wait. You mean to tell me that you play other games other than Marvel Strike Force, man? Like, Yes, you... I've been playing way more than other games. Yeah, what is Marvel Dude. Strike Force? Uh, it's Greatest this, game uh, of all time? It's a, it's a money pit for some. Yeah, Google it. But, greatest greatest video game of all time. Can't. Uh, yeah, a lot, a, lot of 2018. a lot of different games <laughs> that we've all been playing. Uh, so what are some things you guys are looking forward to? Um, I can say without a, without a doubt, the number one game I'm looking forward to right now is Returnal on PS5. Mm-hmm. I don't look forward to. I'm bummed I'm that we, we lost a month. But uh, yeah, man, that game looks real good. Uh, 100%. And the fact you get the fast SSD on the PS5 for it as well. Mm. Um, I mean, have you been watching the mechanic videos and how they're like linking the controller with that game for PS5? 
Yes, I saw a little bit where like how you could do um, the the difference in in the triggering yeah. mechanisms where you like you do half pull or full pull depending on you know activates different abilities. Dude, I I'm very stoked for it. Yeah, um, and the game just looks gorgeous. Um, oh, I know what I'm excited for. New Pokemon Snap. Yeah, oh, is that it looks out good. For real? Yeah, April twenty sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I will definitely be buying that. 100%. That's that's a good old time right there. Oh, On also Switch, back right? for blood. Yeah, what am I talking about? Back for blood looks back for blood. awesome, dude. That we are going to be all over alpha. that on A and R. So we need, definitely need to uh, team up for some stuff there. Hundred percent. Yeah, PC I, or console for for that. I'm doing PC. Uh, probably both to be honest, Coordinate. just to give me the ability to play with all the boys. Yeah, for me. Um, but if I had to choose one, it'd be PS5 okay i'll pick it up for ps5 then and i'll probably also depending on uh, what dom does or whatever if we have a, a more PC. of a community says they want to do pc we'll we'll try both. i'm definitely mm-hmm. playing that with like so. my my other alliance we all play the alpha together we had a good time so i'll be playing the shit out of that yeah i saw i saw you stream it uh, with the alpha so explain to me i've only seen you like the the basics of it. i haven't really dived too much into it but like There's so it's like uh, left for dead right it's all, yep. yeah well so it's it's the og creators or not creator i don't know i'm sure it was some of the it was some of the team from left for dead like it's funny it's not the it's not you know what is it valvot left for dead and then some shit changed whatever you know left for dead 2 has been the same thing for a bit now but so they started back for blood which is i think a hilarious troll on that whole thing um, but similar, you know, similar style of game, um, different characters, different class stuff, but there's cards kind of like, um, who did, didn't Gears of War 3 do cards? It's cards with different abilities and like perks and shit like that. And, you know, you get cards via finding them on the ground, you get them from finishing a mission, shit like that. And, and it like, it was, it was really, I was like surprised. I was like, cause those games get kind of boring after a bit. Like, oh my God, a million yeah. zombies. World War Z, Left 4 Dead 2, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, there's only so much you could do, but it, I liked it. I had a good time. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, what, what was the game that we were playing back in, like I told you about that I thought was a kind of fun on, um, was it World War Z? I'm world. Yeah. World War Z. Yeah. 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 So well, that actually, that game was um, fun. I, I did still I played it. I picked it up. Yeah, it's like it's like twenty bucks. You can pick it up. Not it's even, a lot dude. Of fun you can probably find it for um, five bucks at this point. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I actually now that I was thinking about, um, I, I thought when you said you were playing Days Gone, I thought you were playing World War Z. Uh, uh, choose. So uh, I, Days no. Gone is is pretty amazing. Uh, I have to, I'll have to go back and play or try that out on on the PS5 if, if they've optimized it for that because that was that was a really good game. The storyline's kind of weird. But I also kind of liked it. Yeah. But I I finished the, I finished everything in that game. It was I love the horde mechanics in that game. It's yeah. Just, it was really good. Yeah, it gets fun, man, for sure. Especially once you like in the beginning and you're trying to like outrun them on your bike and they just completely overwhelm you and you're just like totally fucked. It's good. Yeah, get that one guy you didn't see crash tackle you off your bike and you're like, well, this is done. Yeah. Chef, anything you're you're looking forward to? Yeah, getting a PS5 sometime in the next 20 years i'm sure you'll or maybe maybe in the next 19 you'll get it but no i, I uh i actually i actually spent my money for that i'd saved up for a ps5 so um did you spend it on GameStop? i spent it on a real life version of a beretta m9 that i used to carry in resident evil cool because oh, you never know when the zombie apocalypse is gonna hit you know and your boy is gonna be prepared I went a different angle. I went lightsabers. I literally just ordered my first two lightsabers <laughs> ever. So uh, I'll let you know how that goes. 
Nice, Ooh. nice. And you know what? We can we can we can meet up. You know, I mean, you're a little far away, but yeah. zombie apocalypse hits. You know, lightsabers and handguns. Yeah, I feel like I'll be like the a, guy that is the distraction because he's literally glowing mm-hmm. in the dark, and you can just take him out. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That perfect, perfect. I mean, With I the mean, sound this, effects. Yeah, this weapon has slain billions yeah. of zombies in Resident Evil, so I feel like it's definitely got to be the weapon of choice. I'm just right? saying, I think I'd be popular in a zombie apocalypse because if there's anything you definitely want in an apocalypse, is a fat guy mm-hmm. that you know is slower than you are. Right, that's a hundred percent what yeah. you want on your team because you know that at least that guy's going before you are. Yeah, you just have to outrun the other person. Exactly. Oh man. And then you'll be good. And yeah, that's, that's it. So good stuff. Uh, anything else you guys are looking forward to that's coming out in the next, you know, it doesn't have to be next next month, but anything of that sorts. Uh in the short term, there's a game called It Takes Two. I don't know if you guys have looked at that coming out of EA. Mm-mm. This game is really different. So imagine, it's been a while since anyone's tried something like this. It it kind of seems like it's going to be a party game type thing, if you will. But the way they're setting it up is really interesting. So it's like this couple that's gone into like marriage counseling is the setup for the story. Like it's real lame-ish. But then basically their journey of like kind of falling back in love together, if you will, is over the course of this game. But all the missions and the art style, it's like... I know 15 different game genres in one game. Watch the trailer because describing this game is almost impossible for me to do. And in concept, okay. it's not a game that I would play. It's kind of like, do you remember um, Edith Finch? Do you remember how like that wasn't yes. a game game, but it was just a spectacular experience to play it? This game yes. kind of gives me more of like, if if you did more playing of the actual characters, uh, it's this. Just just watch the trailer for It Takes Two. I'm doing a terrible job of, of doing it any justice. Um, but that's one of the few games that didn't get bumped uh, in quarter one this year. So that's on its way. Um, I'm going to check out a real lo-fi game coming out. Uh, you're going to be able to play a demo on Steam on February 3rd, which is Glitch Punk, which is like a cyberpunk game if it was set in GTA 2. So top-down, lo-fi graphics, storyline that kind of feels a little bit more like Shadowrun Hong Kong, which was an awesome, one of my oh, favorite man. RPGs. Man. Yeah. So I'm going to check that demo out on the 3rd. It looks awesome source. Um, Returnal was my number one most anticipated for quarter one. That's been bumped to April now. Um, there's a mm-hmm. demo of a new magic uh, game coming out in, I think, March. March 23 magic, is going to be open like beta. Magic the Gathering? But it is a Diablo-style game uh, in the magic universe. So it's really good looking. It's called Magic Legends. What I love about this, though, is that your deck is your kit. So in Diablo, you pick your spec and those five abilities or whatever it is in your spec, that's your five abilities for that rift, right? You're locked in. What this does is your five abilities rotate on your deck. So you might use ability in your first slot. You've burnt it. You've burnt that card. Your fireball's done and it randomly draws the next card. So your abilities over the course of that mission will change as you go through like a Magic the Gathering deck. Um, check out the trailer for it, Magic Legends. It looks really different. And with not knowing when I'm going to get my next ARPG fix, because Torchlight 3 was a dumpster fire, um, I'm really uh, looking oh, forward to the hope that this uh, is bringing. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't I haven't looked into the ARPG realm in a long-ass time. I think the last one I was even considering was, well, it's not even ARPG. It's more turn-based stuff, which is uh, Wasteland 3. Three, love that game I say, just can't recommend out. it enough yeah. it's awesome yeah i mean if you like fallout 2 and the old wasteland you're gonna love this it's 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 a a better version of those games yeah yeah i want a so, new fallout game so bad bro what well, man you don't think fallout 76 is enough 
Oh, 76 can lick my balls. They got me good, man. 60 bucks, and then the two days later, they start selling it for 20. I'm like, what? Were you a New Vegas fan? I love New Vegas. Did you see that there is a community mod that basically they released their own expansion pack this month? No way. No. The content is about the same amount of hours as the original game. The downside is, boys, um, I'm telling you about it a day late. It's temporarily down. One of the guys that helped them build that game, I'm not going to tell you what uh, to protect you guys on the stream and not get taken down, did some pretty dark shit. Let's put it that way. So the mods, until they sort of see the full details of this, they've taken it down. But have a look at um, community-made New Vegas mod, and honestly, it's like New Vegas 2.0. It's awesome. It's really, really good. If you love New Vegas, it feels very Obsidian-esque, like as in they made it. So... Uh, yeah, if, if you want to get some more Fallout world in the old school, you know, really kind of cheeky humor, really fun gameplay, there is a community version of that coming again very soon. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm stoked to uh, to check that out. I love New Vegas. So yeah. That was such a, so good. But Dude, Fallout 4 was like mm-hmm. uh, such a good experience, man. Yeah, it was so uh, long ago, too. Needs it needs to. We need something new. So hopefully we'll get something. Um, personally, I know we didn't really touch on this really quickly, but I'll just do it really uh, fast. We talked about it on the um, in the Discord when it happened. I'm very excited for um, uh, oh, uh, was nice it massive. Republic? No, Massive being able to is going to be doing a um, or the the fact that EA is no longer has the Star Wars license. Yeah, and well, there's they, going to be a, a lot of different until Star Wars games. Twenty twenty three still. Yes, exactly. So we but won't see that. that. We won't announced... see new games for a bit. Yeah, but I mean, still, twenty twenty three is still two years away. Yeah, yeah. So not yeah. that far. Yeah. But the fact that Massive, the guys who made the division, is has um, the they're, they're in, anticipating making a new Star Wars game. Um, I fucking love the division. Same. I yeah. think it's amazing. If they do something similar, even remotely, whatever, whatever they do, I'm going to play it. I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm very excited. That that might be the most hyped I've ever been for a video game yeah. based off of like mm. my time in the division, knowing okay. what they've done in the past. So uh, there I'm was EA Star that. Wars leaks today too, boys, on the Reddit. Um, so Jedi Fallen Order 2 is basically all but confirmed. Oh, right. Most likely to yes. pick up directly after the storyline where we finished. Um, spoilers uh, that they are saying that given the timelines have been a bit more established for where Rebels and Clone Wars and everything kind of settled now, um, they're predicting that if not the main villain, you'll definitely have some sort of interaction with Darth Maul and it's going to be built in Unreal Engine 5. So that's out there. And uh, Battlefront 3 is a very good chance that we're going to be going into some sort of open beta possibly end of this year, um, possibly early next year. But yeah, those games are most likely predicted to be second half of 2022. I did not yeah. think we would. And then that is grumpy. No, I mean Battlefront Two was had the the infamous most downloaded Reddit post in history of Reddit. But I mean, it's still, it's in great shape now, though. Like it's at its, it's highest yeah, player base in two years because they gave it away for free on Epic. Like it's yep. doing yeah. tremendously well. It's in great shape. Really, um, that is a game that you, if you love Star Wars, just play a couple of games it's in great. surround sound audio because the thing that they nail is every sound effect, every, uh, you know, visual is, like, authentic as you can possibly get to the movies. And they did that really well. It's just that that launch was so crap that was a bummer. Yeah. You see this happen I'll check it out. You see when a game goes onto a platform for, like, honestly, SWOTOR is doing so well right now because it's on Steam. Like, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, straight up. 
You know what I mean? Because like, you can play can the original stories for all eight characters, like the, the thing that's the core of this game, for free. Like you can get to yep. level 50, do the storylines for free. And I think that makes yep. a massive difference. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can log back yeah. in after 10 years and see that all the gear you grinded for like 100 hours is irrelevant for free. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's dope. <laughs> that's exactly very, what fucking very excited happened to for me. Yeah, yeah, very excited for more Star Wars content. Very, like to actually happen. So we'll see what happens in the in the coming years. So um, yeah, other than that, I don't have anything else. Oh, and uh, Grumpy was saying that Kotor. There's a new Kotor yes. potentially in development. I think so so yeah, um, that's man, all right. We, that's not not Bioware is the not key Bioware. thing there. Bioware is yeah. confirmed. Will yeah. not. It, it won't be EA making this. So I'm yeah kind of excited but the, i yeah, hope yeah. it's set in that universe but not the combat system i don't think that combat system is dated very well at all nor agreed. dragon age for that if, matter agreed if larian studios gets their hands on that that's what i want i man. said this I today i said this today on the pod when they said when we said who is your dream studio i said larian so yeah i am in your head son i'm i don't know i will be a I will be like a pig and shit. I will be so stoked. And absolutely, absolutely. So, all right. I think that concludes our pod today. I know we kind of went a little longer than usual, but uh, Chew, thank you very much for coming on and Always talking to pleasure, us about Chew. video games, man. My pleasure, man. Looking forward to uh, uh, the other half of the cultural exchange program. We got one of you guys on this coming Friday, so uh, that's going to be awesome. And oh, then cool. yeah, we'll figure out some kind of ongoing thing from there if uh, it works for everyone. Big fan yeah, of that. Spoiler alert, it's me. Yeah, I, I figured that was the case. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Like, it's not, clearly, oh, it's not. Wait a minute, I doing? thought it was me, and you said nothing to me about it, man. I've been exposed. Absolutely. I promised yeah. them all the day. Yeah, exactly. You just double booked yourself. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Chu, where can people find you and the podcast so people can take a listen to it on uh, you know when I'm on it for you? With yeah, definitely. So uh, the YouTube versions go up on uh, youtubecom forward slash alternate reality. We're on all the podcasting platforms as alternate reality, and uh, we're slowly getting back into the socials. And we're going to be doing some stuff with the website very shortly as well. So I'm everywhere at Chewburger84. And then the website's oh, yeah. com, but don't go there today. It's kind of a work in progress. We've got some stuff uh, in the background. Awesome. Cool, cool. Uh, and then you can find us at Insta- uh, at OG. Oh, oh my God, I'm I'm way off. I, okay. I, I spent everything on the uh, on the promo for for Noob Energy. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at OG.podcast. Our Twitter is Overachievers P. Our website is OGPodcast.fm, where you can get this episode and every episode where we talk about video games, Star Wars, uh, and some other mobile games that we're kind of sort of playing at this point. So, um, also, if you can, uh, I know Chew helped me out with this uh, earlier this week. We're going to start out the, the Patreon again right now. We just have two tiers of a dollar and five dollars. They're just kind of like, hey, if you want to support us, that's it's just there. It's patreon.com slash OG pod. Uh, I'm trying to get the OG podcast um, thing because there's somebody who has it that doesn't do anything. But I'll, I'm talking to Patreon about that. So anyway, o- uh, patreon.com slash OG pod. It's also in the link in the description below. Uh, you want to help us out there. And also, as uh, a reminder, you can get 15% off any purchase at noobenergy.com with the promo code OG15. So thank you guys very much for coming and hanging out with us on a Sunday, a- a.k.a. Monday morning or Monday uh, Sunday night for Chew. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later on. And um, like, subscribe. Oh, I don't know. I don't You're know doing great, buddy. Anymore. You're Sorry. doing great. Uh, Swap right. Give us a rate and review on the uh, your podcast platform. Do some stuff that helps us out. 
It helps us out. Like, you know, all that fun stuff. The and good we'll stuff. Just do, uh, we'll, get, we'll get better at this. Maybe we'll make Dom do it going forward. I used Sorry. to do it, remember. You you chose it. Listen. I, oh, That's oh, true. I, I, chose, I, did choose, I, gonna, I chose this I was going to, I remember what I was going to say when I got disconnected. I was going to give you a big shout out because when we first started doing this, you were so shy. You know, and in the last couple of years, you've gotten so good at fucking talking, like at doing this. And I, that's what I was going to give you a shout out for. After you did the uh, the Nuba uh, promo. Yeah, that was great. You nailed it. And you're and you're doing great. It can only get better from here. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.